0: It's a trap.
1: Hello and welcome to Radio TCX. Your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Carson Ray. Hey everybody, it's a great day to talk about some X-Wing. And John McDermott. Hello, hello. This week, we thought it would be good. It's been a little while um, since we've been able to really talk about what we're flying a lot, but now that we're back to a little bit of uh, some in-person X-Wing, all three of us have gotten some good games in recently, and we thought we'd share a bit about what we're actually flying right now. What are the lists that we, you know, we talk about a bunch of different ships week to week, but what are the ones that we actually get out on the table and like flying?
2: Yeah, the Essential Ship Types series we've been doing uh, has been pretty fun, but it's nice to kind of shake up the content and actually talk about something that we're doing um maybe a little less informational specifically with the game as a whole but can give the listeners a couple ideas of some stuff to try out now that in-person play is starting to return and these squads
1: might stay uh, relevant a little bit longer if the points aren't going to change but we'll get to all that uh in a little bit here so i guess this week we'll just all be about what we're flying
0: all right, Tim, what have you been flying?
1: Oh, so I have to go first? Yep. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I'm really excited about what I've been flying. So, um, And it's funny, too, because this was originally just kind of a, uh, I, I don't want to say throwaway squad, but just kind of like a tester squad. Because when I started playing with the uh, Rebel expansion... Um, the Phoenix L stuff, I like the first list I built with them was just like every new pilot and every new upgrade, just like this horrible mishmash of four different ships that I would just forget. I forgot half the upgrades. I didn't use them. So the second time I was like, all right, I really want to experiment with just like a specific pilot and some upgrades I'm interested in. So of course I wanted to try out Ahsoka Tano in the RZ1A wing and I wanted to check out Patience too, because I was actually really excited about that card and I'm more excited than ever now that I've gotten to fly it. Um, So just so we can all have the same starting point here, the list I've been flying is Ahsoka Tana with Patience, Instinctive Aim and Concussion Missiles, along with Wedge Antilles in an X-Wing, R2 Astromech, Predator in S-Foils, and then just two of those Initiative 2 Blue Squadron Escorts with S-Foils. So um, kind of a plain looking list on the surface. Uh, but actually, I was—I started with it as just like I'm gonna test out Ahsoka, and I think like I'm four and one with this now over the games I played in the last like week and a half.
2: Technically, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, John got diced pretty hard uh, when we were playing one of our games, so I guess, um, or was it all three? Did you it's get diced okay. in all three? Come on, John. Uh,
2: Two of the three. Get better. (laughs) Two of the three. No, it's okay. I wasn't salty. Um, I actually really like this list. It's really fun to see it on the table. Um, I personally don't like Rebels, but Tim is having some good success with it, which is also a good aspect.
1: Well, it was, it was a fun discovery, too, because I didn't realize what made the list good exactly until I started playing with it, because um, there's a little bit of a toolbox with Ahsoka's ability. Um, so, of course, her ability is kind of a modified version of what we saw over on the Republic side with, like, the younger Ahsoka. Now she's in at initiative five here, and she has the ability she can spend uh, after fully performing a maneuver. She can spend two force charges to let a friendly ship um, perform an action, even while stressed. Um, And I thought that was good on the surface. It's really kind of a great toolbox ability because, you know, when she's moving at initiative five, that's kind of like a pretty late in the cycle coordinate almost, um, which really helps uh, the blue squadron escorts where, you know, they get their focus or whatever. And then, you know, when they need to, she can give them a target lock. So they're hitting a lot harder than you'd expect, just like a a baseline x-wing to hit
0: how often do you grant a barrel roll to those x-wings
1: that was the spicy one um i did that a couple times it hasn't been huge yet but there's been a couple moments where i get like a clutch arc dodge which you almost never see right with like just a baseline blue squadron escort because they're moving so early um but that one's definitely in the toolbox like i've done it a couple times where it's like yeah i don't get shot at and that makes all the difference for those blue squadrons where, like, they just need to live an extra turn to get, like, one more shot out. But that's why I mean, that's why I love Ahsoka because she's such a, uh, a dynamic piece where, um, when I need her to function on her own, that's why I throw the concussion missiles on there and in instinctive aim. Because if you're going to invest, like, because I think she's 59 points, if you're going to invest that much, you kind of need her to be able to do some damage. Um, like, I, I don't know yet if she can exist just as a support piece because I think she still is a little too expensive to just be a support piece and not have a way to get three attack dice out. Um, but with Patience, it's been really fun, because there are a lot of turns where I choose not to attack. You know, I use her ability, burn the Force to grant actions to my other ships so they can be the heavy hitters, and then use Patience so that she can have you know get the Force back quicker and use her ability at a higher rate, right? Yeah, I also like the Concussion Missiles
0: on there for, you know, when you do need to have a bit more offense. Like, take that lock, and then you have all that force for the double-modded three-dice attack. Um, but other turns, yeah, then
1: you get to focus your effort on your other three-dice
0: attack ships that you have plenty
1: of. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still tweaking with the loadout on this list because um, Wedge has proven great. I kind of forgot that baseline X-Wings are actually pretty solid. Um, And Wedge, obviously, with, like, one of the best offensive abilities in the game, is great. I've gotten great use out of R2 Astromech getting the shields back and holding on to my points, because Wedge just, with six hit points and two agility, he just tends to live um, in spite of my best efforts or worst efforts. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, he he gets even more powerful, you know, without the built-in action economy, having Ahsoka there to give him a target lock so his attacks hit extra hard. Um, it, you know, it does that split decision thing where my opponent has to decide who to focus on. And if they focus on Ahsoka, that's fine. I take an evade and she has three force. She's not going to take any damage. And if they focus on wedge, all right, cool. Ahsoka can do whatever she
2: wants. I really like specifically, um, the concussion missile on Ahsoka because it's that third charge, you know, you're going to get a third turn of potentially throwing out three dice and like that loadout on her with patience and instinctive aim is just so good. Um, Like, I, I don't know if you intended for her to be the centerpiece of this list, but I would argue that she is for sure.
1: Well, I I think she is, but I think it's like people get intimidated by wedge just because you're like, okay, he's coming at me with maybe double modded attack dice here and I get less agility. That's really scary if you don't have a lot of hit points or you depend on your agility. Um, yeah, he's so terrifying. He, he draws a lot of attention, but if you clip his shields, I'll just bail out with him, you know, use the S-foils and regen for a couple turns. I'm actually thinking about swapping the, because um, I don't know if I need the bid, 195 right now. I haven't really beat anybody with that, particularly the Ujon where you're always flying your high initiative stuff. Um, so I'm almost tempted to swap out R2-Astromech for R2-D2, actually, just to get that extra shield regen. And that still puts me at 198, so I'd beat anybody who's at, you know, max or at cap for points.
2: I'm also not the average. I take like consistently lower <laughs> bids than most people, so like do I not was, use me as a baseline. I
1: think it was like 15 points or something that first game with we my, played with my trip sixes. Trip yeah. sixes, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. But I mean, honestly, I check out. So I, I think, um, Ahsoka's obviously a really strong piece right now. I think she's kind of revitalized. You know, in uh, Hera's probably the best. Um, perk that rebels have gotten because there's just some crazy stuff you can do with focus tokens right now but i think ahsoka's up there is like rebels were kind of struggling competitively and i think she's going to be instrumental in uh bringing them back to the front well here's what makes ahsoka
0: kind of a unique um coordinate platform is usually your you know action economy coordinate platform is like the easiest thing in your list for your opponent to take down right they they're usually not the strongest not the fastest like as far as Mm -hmm. defense or, or getting out of shots um Ahsoka you know, incredibly hard to pin down really fast, really maneuverable and has three green dice, um, usually double modded green dice, right with the force or evade token. And so like, that's the synergy of your whole list. And it's really hard for your opponent to remove that.
1: Well, and the distinction between having a like a white a white evade versus a purple evade is huge because you just like that's such a resource gain, and with three agility dice and all those defensive tokens, it's really hard to do damage to her. Like your opponent really has to focus or catch her off off turn. Um, and that's like the danger, right, of using Ahsoka's ability for the friends because draining the force is like her resource. So I'll have those few scary turns where like, all right, I spent all my force. I just have a focus token now and I hope I make it this turn. Um, and then sometimes your green dice hold out. Well, you just have to make sure your X-Wings are in pretty scary positions
0: that so your opponents have to deal with those, right? Right.
1: Well, When I played around too, I played with uh, Brilliant Evasion on Ahsoka at first, but what I found was I'd rather have Instinctive Aim for those turns where I really just need to do damage when I wasn't expecting to attack. And you just mm-hmm. like don't get that many um, triggers out of Brilliant Evasion as I thought. Like Generally, the force she has is enough for her defense. I don't need to stretch it any thinner exactly. Uh John, let's talk about your stuff though because you're running these insane uh 15 point bid lists, right? <laughs> uh
2: just on the one list. Um not on all of them, but uh I've been trying to just, you know, take the list that I had saved up in, you know, Launch Bay for however long that seemed fun to me, um and get them on the table just cuz like I'm not really practicing for anything and with the uncertain future of organized play this year specifically like why not just try stuff out, right?
1: Yeah, which is like the the most fun place to explore when like you like you almost play better X Wing when you're like you're opening your mind up to just whatever options and you can actually test things out.
2: Yeah. I, I am so, jealous of that guess, mindset.
1: That sounds really fun. Honestly.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, over the course of I'd say like the last two months, I've been getting games on tables with some local guys, and I have played something from uh, five of the seven factions, which has been really nice because I've got um, a little bit of every faction except Rebels and Resistance. So to actually kind of diversify and use a little bit of each of those um, has been quite refreshing. But I think I've spent a majority of my time recently um, in the Empire with some of the newer stuff. Um, I tried out the triple I6s, uh, you know, Vader, Sienna, and tier. I like that. Um, that fits my playstyle pretty good. That's got the 15-point bid. Um, I feel like I've got the tools there that I need. It's Vader with hate and FCS, Soontir with predator and stealth, and then Sienna with predator as well.
1: And do you, so we, t- we kind of talked about this, the triple six thing when uh, Sienna came out, cause it seemed like a pretty effective way is like compared to what you saw initially when they announced it and actually playing it, do you feel like it's as good as you expected better or worse?
2: It's hard to say, like I've got maybe two games, three games with it. Um, one of them is on TTS, which is not my preferred method of play. And then the other one was with you when like Sienna took a ridiculous shot and just died. Um, yep. <laughs> and then it was like two v four, And at that point, the game's over. So um, I, I need more time with it. I think I want to try it out here again, maybe over the next couple weeks. weeks um, and just refine it like my headspace in X-Wing has been so weird lately just because I went out on kind of a weird note last year, like I had a decent competitive run in 2019 and then flew five Reapers at LVO. And that's like where it ended for me before COVID really hit. So <laughs> right. like trying to jump back into like my ACE play mindset, uh, you know, we're getting there, but, uh, you know, I've done that. I've done some Vader in the defender with, you know, like two tie advanced, or I even did two tie aggressors. Uh, that one was pretty fun. I think you and I did that one, Tim. Um, one yeah, I, I think played. you
1: tried, yeah, because you tried your two uh, with the TIE advance, and you tried the two. I think you tried all three of those listed me. Yep. Um, and it was pretty exciting. I The TIE Advanced in particular with uh Tracers was really interesting. Like, I think it does, weirdly, that missile upgrade really kind of enhances those ships, like takes them to a new tier.
2: It does. It's just tricky, like, especially on Defender Vader, like, if you have the Concussion, or not Concussion, if you have the Thread Tracer shot, like, You know, why wouldn't you just take a shot that's going to do damage, but it does allow you to roll in with those two tie advanced with potentially double mods, you know, to have three dice with some crit modification and to have a focus, um, you know, those guys have fire control system on them. So
1: you're investing in your future attacks, right? And um, I actually think that's why our game swung bad because you like you really got diced on your Vader's uh, Vader tracers shot where, like, you yeah, didn't got, like, get those target locks through. and that kind of swung yeah. everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just happened to evade it on my two dice. Um, I think that really is what swung it. But, like, the fact that, yeah, you won't, you have to sacrifice the Vader shot, but, like, getting those target locks means you're getting a lot more damage through with your advance over time. Right. Like, yep. so trading one Vader shot for, like, I don't know, six to ten shots over the course of the game
2: does, doesn't seem like that bad of a trade-off. Exactly. It's just tough, like, you know your game kind of rides on that one attack, you know, hitting with those Thread Tracers. And if it doesn't, like we saw in our game, like it can swing pretty badly. So, um, Vader was still I mean a the, nightmare,
1: I mean, but yeah. Yeah,
2: he can he can close out. And I mean, the TIE Advanced, even without target locks, if they're keeping range one, even range two, like they're still going to maybe do some minor damage, um, but they, you know, they're just burning down to hull so fast, you know, against the X-Wings and then Wedge. Um, and without target locks, like they're not going to do anything to Ahsoka. But I think that list is pretty fun. I want to do more of that, but I've really enjoyed... um, I've flown it a couple times. Uh, One of them was against Carson on TTS as well, but I've got that... I think I've talked about it before on the show too. It's a Jango Maul list over in the Separatist faction, Mm -hmm. Um, and that one's pretty spicy. I like that one.
0: Yeah, what's funny is it's like, okay, you're doing sort of the common Separatist build right now of uh jango zam uh but kind of switching out what's probably the best piece the separatists have which is zam and, and replacing that with maul but you do get that same um double attack that zam is bringing which is really powerful
2: yeah and i like that um obviously like with zam and her conditions like Bonus attack is still kind of on her terms, but I like with Maul, you have just a little bit more control over whether or not you want to do it or when it's gonna trigger. Um, and I just really like the scimitar like on the table. I think it's a sharp looking ship um, and he, it's cool to fly. I think the scimitar is incredibly fun to fly.
1: yeah, I, I, and it like never it's it's it hasn't really gotten its time to shine as much, which has been kind of sad. like there was the you know the double builds early on, but then we haven't seen much, I feel like from it since then. Just because it was overshadowed by those annoying uh, <laughs> drones. Well, they were kind of nerfed into oblivion for a little bit there, but
0: um, no, Maul's solid. John's bringing him back.
2: Yeah, I like uh, I like that combo too with the the dark probes being able to throw out there and get some target locks early. But uh, but yeah, kind of just playing every different faction that I can and flying fun stuff. Like I pulled out brobots the other day. That was kind of fun. Um, fen boba stuff like that. Uh, just different options, but uh, it's it's nice to like not have the stress of playing for something specific. Yeah, um, which is a good uh, good time now to transition to Carson and talk about what he's been playing. Yeah, he's Shh.
1: been not having fun, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> suddenly X Wing is work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm playing in the X Wing team championship this summer for Team USA. So that's that's awesome. It's exciting, uh, but. Certainly a lot of pressure around that. Um, And so we just had to submit our lists and we're kind of locked into that for the whole group stage. And if you know me, well, uh, I am generally, if you ask me like the night before in a tournament, like not sure exactly what I'm playing. And so having to lock in a list for like two months, uh, that's stressful.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Um, And so... Um, with the team event, like you play your one faction, right? So each person there represents a faction. And so you have to have your list within that faction. So originally I thought I was gonna be the team's Republic player. And so the past few months, I've really been diving into Republic lists. Um, but then kind of decided, okay, it's not just about, um, you know, one player. Like you have to work, kind of work as a team, figure out what faction everyone should be playing. Um, mean, so I'm going to be playing resistance, um, And so what I've been flying for the past few months is not really what I'm flying for the XTC. But one Republic squad that did really stand out to me um, is you just have Obi-Wan with that calibrated laser targeting. So the Delta Obi-Wan and then two Jedi Knights with the Delta 7B
1: and then just a 104th um, battalion pilot. Which uh, great value there. Okay, me, I, me and John, both big 104th Battalion fans. Yeah, um, I really like that. So you have,
0: <laughs> feel maybe a little similar to your Rebel List. So you have kind of three heavy hitters in the the two Jedi Knights um, and then the 104th. The Jedi Knights kind of have their own built-in action efficiency, so nobody's really coordinating to them. But um, you do have that sense with Obi-Wan and then a lot of repositioning, and so you can leverage that. The list has pretty good blocking potential.
1: And then, of course, the uh, recursive focus used, too, with Obi-Wan, which is great on his own, you know, just to uh, modify his defense, or if the Jedi Knights really need it, even though you have the, you know, fewer defense dice, like, still having that there is great. I even found value when I was running Obi-Wan with three 104ths and being able to re- repeat focus tokens. Because uh, sometimes, like, yeah, just canceling one damage will get you an extra turn over time.
0: Yeah, and, I, like, that 104th is always a all-star. It's like, if it just gets to live with, like, one or two health, and then move past the enemy start using those rear shots it's just a lot to burn down in one turn and i don't know just generally
1: kind of opens up the lanes for all of your other ships to really shine And it's nice, too, with uh, having the sense option there um, to set up your blocks if you're dealing with higher initiative stuff. Like, obviously, 104th works great for that with that potent medium base red barrel roll. And then even the Jedi Knights, obviously, with the uh, built-in controls, being able to, you know, boost and barrel roll to get into all sorts of weird spots uh, makes them super effective blockers. Right. Well, and I think you kind of mentioned there, like, so that sense...
0: Like the, the red barrel roll on the 104th, like, it's great for blocking. But because it's red, like you want to make sure you're going to get the block when you go for it, right? Right. Uh, it's really frustrating to do that barrel roll. And then, oh, that's actually not where they went. Um, and they just move right past you. Um, and so if you know for sure, well, then it's a it's a big, or I guess it's a medium base that you get to throw around all over the place. But yeah, it just kind of works really well together.
1: Now I know, um, obviously, the uh, X Wing Team Championships is a big event here, but you can you can at least tell us what you're actually flying, right? You don't have to dive into all your secrets, but um, well, I can because it's going to be um, known as of I think today or
0: tomorrow, all the lists are it's submitted, so um, and that that'll be public information, so I can share that. It, it's kind of a weird thing of like generally I don't really care about like sharing any of my information like with this show, like we don't really keep secrets but because it's not just me um that's affected right (laughs) um i feel like i have to approach it a little differently um but like i don't think for any other event like we've withheld any information
1: like we we generally share everything that we're working on because i guess we assume people who uh we're gonna play against don't listen to us so i don't don't know if that's always true but no
0: i think it's just i don't know like maybe, maybe that's part of it but um like it I don't know. I just think it's just better to like help people. Um and I think the little bit of whatever you know information people get against you, I don't think it matters
1: that much. When you 4K off the board. What what are you flying uh on the resistance side though?
0: Yeah, so for the resistance, I'm flying um Poe Dameron, Lulo uh Jess Pava, and Rose Tico. Um so Poe has just um heroic and R4 Astromech, of course, S Foils. And then uh, Lulo has Lone Wolf. And uh, Jess has just her SFOILs Foils and a BB Astromech. And then Rose Tico has C3PO. Solid sounds
1: list. pretty spicy. I can't wait till you can uh, eventually give us a deep dive into everything going on there because there's so much about that list that sounds interesting to me and I know I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, well, and I think, you know, games for this will be streamed. I'm not sure exactly when, like, it's kind of a weird, like, it's an ongoing event. Um, and so, you know, just keep an eye out for games. I think Gold Squadron will be streaming a lot of them, but it should
1: be fun. Yeah, I think we're looking forward to. Obviously, you'll get updates from us, uh, all you listeners out there, for when Carson does well. Um, and if he doesn't do well, we're looking for a new co-host.
2: <laughs> He'll be fine. Uh, he and I were playing a couple practice games, and I remember the first couple he was playing Republic, and, like, Carson's good with just about anything he plays, but I I know he was a little unsure about it, and I know you were feeling pretty glad about switching to resistance there, so I think that'll be a good fit for you.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Um there's a there's always value. I think uh, that's some advice people could take away too. You know, there's there is value in flying something you're comfortable with. Um, you always want to push yourself a little bit, but also like you know, don't throw yourself completely out there. Don't change the type of list you fly.
0: Well, and the XCC is an interesting challenge. Of, um, I mean, there's good players everywhere, but you kind of know you're going to be playing against like the top people from every country. Like those are people like as good as you are if not better like in every game and so like your list matters but you just also need to give yourselves the tools you need to to
1: win those kinds of games absolutely all right. Well, there's a, uh, a quick look at what we've actually been flying. We want to hear what all you have been flying, so you can let us know on Facebook. Always go to our Facebook page uh, and, you know, maybe comment on the comment section for this episode. Let us know what list are you flying right now um, if you're back out there playing in person or playing digitally either way. Um, let us know. Facebook.com slash Radio TCX. And while you're there, you can always give us a like. We appreciate them
2: please consider going on iTunes and leaving the podcast a five-star review saying what you liked and why you think other people should listen.
0: And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash radio and become a supporter of the show today. It really means so much to us. And thank you to everyone who's already supported the show.
1: Again, folks, thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week.